<laughs> Welcome to the Everyone's a Critic 1993 podcast. I'm uh, professional film critic Sean Patrick. With me is Amy Kay. Hi. And MJ. I'm an ostrich. <laughs> <laughs> Find us on Facebook at Everyone's a Critic. I'm not sure what this is, what this is about. Um, <clears throat> it's a... Is that a reference to something? <laughs> Wasn't in this movie. Uh, I think what what MJ's trying to say is, I don't want to say anything. I just want to put my head in the sand. In the sand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind Sorry. of acted like that throughout this film today. Like an ostrich. Just wanted to put your head in the sand. Yeah. Or in a vice. <laughs> just keep cranking away. <laughs> like an Evil Dead. Like an Evil Dead. Just like he Evil takes Dead his too. girlfriend's yep. head and she sticks it in there and chainsaws it until wanna, she's gone. I want to thank you for letting us watch that last night yeah. because I mean, to me, it's like that was really nice. And yeah. then it's like you gave me a gift, but then you took it away today. <laughs> is what I feel like you did. I didn't make this movie. You didn't? I thought you did. Yeah. <laughs> the movie in question is boiling point. Starring Wesley Snipes. That that requires some explanation, doesn't it? Donald Trump. Yes. <laughs> Simmering point. We're, we're going to watch Who's the Man, and then we're watching Who's the Man, and like, we don't really want to talk about Who's the Man. There's nothing really there to talk about. No, because already uh, the soundtrack was already kick-ass, yeah. but it's like, yeah, I don't think that this is, this is the movie we need to be yeah, discussing. So yeah, so I was like, uh, let's switch to Boiling Point, and nobody corrected me. Yeah, because no one else thought of it but you. No. I was like, I think the other movie is Boiling Point. Um, Turns out we were wrong. Yeah, the other movie was actually Indian Summer or This Boy's Life. Yeah. Those were the other options. They probably were really good compared to Boiling Point. (laughs) Anything is good compared to Boiling Point. Yeah, that's true. But you've never seen Ishtar. Is Boiling Point worse than Hexed? I mean, in a way, yes. Yeah. Because it was, like I put it, nails on a chalkboard. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, Hex didn't make any sense, but the fact that it didn't make any sense was kind of funny. Kind of funny. Yeah. This it's, was not funny. Not laughing with the movie, laughing, laughing at, at Hex. Hex. Yeah. There was a chance to laugh at the movie. Yeah. There was no chance to laugh at this movie. Right. This was not an enjoyable experience for any of us. Boiling Point, 1993, starring Wesley Snipes and uh, Dennis Hopper. Uh, directed by James B. Harris, who is not particularly well-known. Um, for reasons, I'm sure. <laughs> I don't want to ever hear him about him at all. Based on a him. book by uh, uh, by a guy named Gerald uh, Pietrovich. Because it's true? It's a true Pichevich? story. Pichevich. What? What? Why? <laughs> Well, also How the apparently, fuck would I know? Also apparently responsible for To Live and Die in L.A., which is a you know really good movie. That is a really good movie. Um, it has a character, that, that Jonathan Banks' character in this movie is actually also in that movie. Poor Jonathan Banks. <laughs> I mean, back in 93, poor Jonathan Banks. Because, mm. you know, he had a much better career later on. But <laughs> this, this, this was appalling. And I, again... MJ, you want to give us the plot of Boiling Boy? <laughs> Oh, I hope you wrote it down. The plot. It's plot point. It's <laughs> it doesn't have one. No. No. It's um 
I think you're putting MJ on the spot. <laughs> Why don't you, you just read from you IMDb? The movie, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, but that's I... the thing. You kept dying throughout saw it. Too. I did keep dying throughout this movie. Um. <laughs> there was detectives. Yeah. Yeah. There was criminals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was, for some reason, romance with prostitutes. There was. Yeah. Um. And there was, uh, money scheme. Of some of kind. Of sorts. Yeah. <laughs> A pair of sociopath killers take on the police and the mob in order to make one last big score no, they, no, in they don't. Boiling Point. No, they don't. This is like watching Coronation Street, you guys. If you're familiar with, with British soap operas... That's what this movie was akin to when it started. <laughs> I didn't understand anything. I, I don't know where it's going, and I probably won't want to watch it again. Are we sure we weren't watching it in Spanish? I know! <laughs> like, at least that, we might actually enjoy it. Oh, my God. Even Wesley Snipes, who has charisma. Yeah. You know? I mean, he, he, has, he has the acting chops. <laughs> I guess I'll try and explain this as best I can. So what happened was... Is that James Harris and and Dennis Hopper wanted to make a movie together, and they made a movie that was centered on the Dennis Hopper character. Like the entirety of the movie was about his, you know, trying to reconcile with his ex and trying to get square with the mob and using this kid, uh, played by Viggo Mortensen, to kind of you know make his moves and uh, cover up his, you know, cover up for his shortcomings and along the way he was gonna you know meet women and fall in love and you know it was about to it's supposed to be about this about this guy who's just kind of in a desperate situation trying to get out of it with the mob and the cops on him then wesley snipes became a big time movie star and the, <sighs> and the studio went hey that wesley snipes guy is a big time movie star now so they took it maybe from- maybe make the movie about him instead <laughs> so they had to take a finished film and beef up Wesley Snipes' scenes and cut back on the Dennis Hopper scenes. Oh my god. Okay, I see where this went wrong now. now. see, I want to see the making of that movie as a movie. Because I think that'd be more interesting, don't you? It's far more interesting. Oh, man. And, and the thing about Wesley Snipes' character is there's nothing interesting about him. Not even a remote little thing. Yeah, he's he's an asshole. He, he's like he has no, uh, is no purpose, nope. no point. He doesn't care about what's happening. Nope. He's barely aware of what's happening. Like, oh my god! It's most of the movie before he ever even like interacts with Dennis Hopper's character. Like you can actually tell now, and when you know that information, you can look back at a scene where he sees Lolita Davidovich getting out of a car with Dennis Hopper and realize they added that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Like, to try and put them into the same movie universe, they kept inserting Wesley Snipes. Like, Wesley Snipes has a meeting at the same hotel that Dennis Hopper is meeting with the mob upstairs. And it's so you could just assume they're in the same movie together. That is a <laughs> way otherwise they, more interesting movie. Otherwise, yeah, you don't even realize that, like, they didn't have yeah. scenes where Dennis Hopper and Wesley Snipes were interacting until, like, the cops bust, you know, the whole thing. Until the big cop bust. Oh my god. 
Um, yeah. That's fascinating. And it, and it, like, it looks like a puzzle when, it, when you put it back together that way, when you start taking it apart in your mind and suddenly you're seeing all these scenes with, the, with these characters who don't interact with other characters. Did you notice Seymour Castle plays a character in this movie who's a criminal who has scenes with Wesley Snipes. Uh, he's got this uh, girlfriend, apparently. But, did Se- but Seymour Castle never actually interacts with that girlfriend. Because that scene, they went back and added the girlfriend and the explosion. Oh my god. <laughs> that makes this movie way more interesting, doesn't, doesn't it? it? Yeah, so Wesley Snipes is a federal agent investigating uh, investigating money, uh, fake money, uh, money laundering. Mm. No, not money laundering. What is it called when you have fake money? Copper. Copperfit. <laughs> Counterfeit. 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 There What's it is. Counterfeit. Counterfeit money. He's investigating good counterfeit. For plumbing. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He's investigating counterfeit money. Yeah. Uh, Dennis Hopper deals in in counterfeit money, and uh, <laughs> he's using this counterfeit money to try and make real money somehow. Like I'm not sure exactly how the counterfeiting works into it in some way. It's uh, it certainly does somehow. Uh, <laughs> he's also like pining for his girlfriend Valerie Perrine who uh, left him after he went to prison <clears throat> yeah. uh, so their backstory and they tell this backstory we don't see the backstory they just tell us that like when they were young he forced her into into sex work yeah. uh, becoming a prostitute and then, then he went to prison and she got out of that life and became a waitress at a diner and he finds her again as a waitress in the diner and says now he's ashamed that she's working as a waitress yeah yeah um uh, <laughs> you got me into this dick <laughs> you kind of screwed my entire life and then she goes okay we'll have sex yeah yeah well, they, all of these people in the beginning of this movie all end up saying yes to like the most deplorable people yeah yeah whatever let's let's go i think i think that they they felt the malaise of the film and mm-hmm. they were just like yeah fuck it you know let's do whatever we can to sauce it up so Des Hopper is like fresh out of prison, I guess, and looking to looks to make a big score. He mm-hmm. he's got Viggo Mortensen as his uh, apprentice criminal, who uh, he's working with. <laughs> uh, they, and Jay's like, I want that job. <laughs> apprentice. Apprentice. They set criminal. up a deal at a at a hotel where Wesley Snipes and Dan Hedaya are the cops who are are monitoring this drug deal. Did you notice though? Again, once again, Hopper <clears throat> or Wesley Snipes. And Viggo Mortensen and Dennis Hopper do not interact. Like, yeah. they're in an entirely different locations the entire time. Wow. I'm starting to wonder, was Wesley Snipes ever actually in this movie to begin with? Wow. I don't think he yeah. ever was. And, and, you know, I don't think that... I wouldn't think that the, the, the part about him having a girlfriend and a kid, I don't think that would be in the original movie either. Because no. it doesn't make much sense to have him have a backstory like that. It would just make sense to just throw him in there. So Wesley Snipes a has a, a is a federal agent. He's investigating this counterfeiting thing. One of his guys gets killed by Viggo Mortensen, and he becomes obsessed with the case. Although you wouldn't tell that by you wouldn't know based on the performance that he has any kind of really care about this whatsoever. Well, the the person Musso gets shot, <laughs> and you're like. I don't care. Who's Musa? Who the fuck is Musso? <laughs> no, but it's the motivating factor for. He, he, even like when he meets up with Lolita Davidovich in the in that bar, and he's just like, "They killed Musso," and it's like, 
Yeah. Yeah. Stakes are high. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. And, and he delivers this message. Like, he's talking, he goes to talk to his wife, uh, and he wants to see his son just to look at him while he sleeps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Turns well, a fucking light normal, on you, dick. Normal thing to do. You just go visit your, you just go in the middle of the night after your best friend, Muso, has been killed. <laughs> you knock on the door of your wife's apartment and wake up. Wake her up and tell her to tell her new husband to leave. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm staying all night. And then, Got any wine? <laughs> then you go into your child's room who is sleeping and you turn on the light and you sit there. And stare at him. A child who loves Coltrane, apparently. Loves John Coltrane. Loves Coltrane. So there's like the weirdest jazz records up on the six-year-old <laughs> kid's bedroom wall. Nothing the kids love. Kids and dinosaur PJs love more. Lo they love Coltrane. <laughs> and, some, and some good hash as well. <laughs> so wow. He forces his wife to hang out with him. Yeah. Uh, and Mama, I know, I understand. He's annoying. Move. Poor thing. I have won. <laughs> this little victory march. And mate, move. All right, ready. He goes to his wife's house. He forces his way inside, essentially, by by guilting her with the death of Muso, who she apparently knows. We all do. Everybody knows Muso. <laughs> yeah. As, as ubiquitous as Jurgen Proke now, right? Really. Actually, Muso was played by Jurgen Proke now. That's why everybody oh, keeps it. talking about it in the entire oh, movie. I knew okay. it. Now, that, that would make the movie more interesting. <laughs> that's, the only, that's the only reason. Yeah, that we only get one scene. Yeah. 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 I need more than one scene. You, of you barely recognize him in the full beard and the head and the, the, the cowboy hair. belt buckle. Yeah, the size of his fucking head. Did it as a favor to Wesley Snipes. Oh my god! <laughs> That's that why everybody spends the rest of the movie motivated by and talking about Musa. Because <laughs> Jurgen's performance <laughs> was that important. But the studio cut him out of it. You know. Yeah. You know that I think that was their biggest mistake. Truly. I so, he, he and his wife just share a couple glasses of wine. Yeah. I mean, wh while we're here, <laughs> you know. Just talk over yeah. some wine. <laughs> and he's basically telling her, I'm not leaving. Yeah, like, we're going we're gonna to fuck. Is basically yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I know your husband is still, still hanging around. So your new husband is hanging around somewhere. <laughs> Boyfriend, whatever he is. Your son's new dad. That's <laughs> what you see later in the Basically, movie. Basically, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> and that other guy was so much taller than he was. Yes. Like, he was. <laughs> and, like, poor poor Wesley's just like, well... <laughs> oh, here's my dick. Yep, here. <laughs> you keep it. You keep it. You've taken my masculinity from me by marrying a much larger black man than me. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> I'm going to go have sex with Lolita Davidovich. Well, that's how it always ends. <laughs> in every 90s movie, really. Ask anyone. Lolita Davidovich is in this movie um, as, a, as a sex worker. She works at the hotel where the mob also lives in the, in the, <laughs> in the penthouse. Yeah. Yeah. She, she meets Dennis Hopper. He, he chases her down. He, he, and he wants to, like, hire her, but not for sex. He hires her so they can go dancing in a 1940s nightclub. Yeah. How Just, old is this character supposed to be? Is he in his 70s at this point? A, yeah, yes. <laughs> he's romanticizing, apparently, his teenage years in the 1940s. I mean, 
You were in Easy Rider, dude. <laughs> we know how old you are. So the, char- the character is apparently in his seventies. <laughs> Dennis uh, Hopper. I'm yeah. not sure how old Dennis Hopper was. Maybe he was in the seventies. I don't now, know. You know what? I'm guessing just because of how we look now. Yeah. He's probably in his forties. <laughs> I'll look it up. Hang on. <sighs> he takes Lolita Davidovich dancing, uh, and then she goes back to the hotel and not having had sex with Dennis Hopper she has sex with Wesley Snipes because yeah. apparently they just know each other they just show up in a scene together she just comes in and talks about how crazy this John was who just wanted to take her dancing instead of fucking <laughs> he just wanted to be paid to, pay me to dance with him what a weirdo let's go have sex <laughs> was, was she charging Wesley Snipes? I do, we still don't really know because they they were talking like they were old friends. Yeah. Like they, well, she like knew they talked Musso. all the time. But everybody knew everybody Musso. Yeah, everybody knew Musso, though. I knew Musso. Like, it's, it's a great loss to this entire movie. <laughs> Everyone in town. Everyone in town was upset about it. <laughs> wow. So, uh, they have sex. He falls asleep while she's telling a story as we fall asleep while she's telling a story. Yeah. <laughs> She's giving us the entirety of Dennis Hopper's backstory in that scene, by the way, which is so, like, we so don't care. Like, she's just talking about how sad he is. She just goes on about how sad he is as Wesley Snipes is falling a fucking sleep. That was was at the point where MJ got out the potato chips and dip, and I couldn't hear anything because I was crunching so much. It's kind of like a little utopia in my head where I could just see lips moving, but, but there's so much dip. I think I would have rather watched a Lay's commercial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On repeat. Or just listen to somebody else chew for an hour. <laughs> She's just going on about how sad he is, about his youth and the woman he loves leaving him. Which, you know, yeah, she did. Because you were a, an abusive person who mm-hmm. pushed her into sex work. Yeah. That might, might explain why. <laughs> I mean... Other than that, he's a good guy. <laughs> Other than that, he was such a sweetheart. He's, I mean, he, he, was, just he was a, a mentor. the jacket off his back, I'm He was a you. mentor. He's a mentor. <laughs> he was a fucking mentor. He loved mentor. to dance. He's a mentor. He's just a mensch. He's got Trump hair and Trump suits. <laughs> he even sounds like Trump at a point. And you're just like, God, turn this fucking off. <laughs> Make it stop. <laughs> I... I didn't sleep at all last night, <laughs> so I'm a little bit hazy today, mm-hmm. but this movie, like, MJ even said it, I think this is a great idea, I'm just going to buy it, yeah, and then sleep to it, <laughs> <laughs> like the call map, yes, I mean, because, I mean, there's only a few gunshots, and I don't think that's going to do anything, I think it's, I'm just going to fall asleep like no. a good Bob Ross painting, <laughs> it really wasn't a big, big gunshot. No. No, this is like a supposed to be like because if you know who Wesley Snipes is, like, and we knew Wesley Snipes, like, he's an action hero, he's got charisma, he's got speed, he's he's sleek, he's just a he's awesome, yeah, Wesley Snipes. And then you're watching Boiling Point, and the the opening of this movie is this long helicopter shot of Los Angeles set to this 1940s. Big band slow jam that they keep using like four times <laughs> in this film. The they it was just like last week's where they bookend it. They, they bookended yeah. the, the movie with the same song. It's like what the fuck, nineteen ninety three. 
Put some money on a soundtrack. That's a new one for the bingo card. Right, exactly. (laughs) Movies that begin and end with the same song and the same visual. Guys, we have to make a bingo card. This one just proved it. (laughs) Proved it. I'll print some off for next week. Perfect. (laughs) Need to find a way to laminate them. Oh, well. We'll just. Wait, you don't have a laminator? Oh, yeah. Just keep reusing them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to talk about lamination. Um, This movie was laminated, I tell you. (laughs) Only a bit of moisture. Thank you, Dan Hedaya. (laughs) Second week for Dan Hedaya, which is really nice. Yeah, Dan Hedaya streak. I wonder if he's in next week's movie. Uh. I have to take a look. Uh. (laughs) Uh, So Viggo Mortensen's character is supposed to be like... You really paid attention to this movie. I'm just shocked. He's supposed to be like a psychopath, I guess. Or the so- I, they're both sociopaths, but like he's the one who's willing to kill people. Dennis Hopper doesn't want to kill anybody. No, he just wants he's, money. He just wants to get the money. He just wants to change the money over. Get Let me bag. change the money over. Yep. I got the money. I got mm-hmm. the fake money. I'll give you the fake money. Give me the real money. You see? Is that Dennis I, Hopper? I think so. That was huh. terrible. <laughs> that was pretty good. Okay, go ahead. Um, I I don't understand the counterfeiting thing. Uh-uh. Like. When you get you give somebody real money for for counterfeit money, and like they give you a bunch more counterfeit money for the real money, is that how it works? And then you take the counterfeit money and you just spend it like actual money. Pretty much, I guess. Yeah. So you just kind of hope you get lucky. But, like th- that's but like if you've, gambling. If you've made the counterfeit money, why don't you just spend the counterfeit money? Why would you give your counterfeit hundred thousand dollars for somebody else's real? $50,000. I think it's just a way to keep themselves safe mm-hmm. and let other people take the gamble. <laughs> you know, once I, I was uh, managing a bar and a lady came in early in the morning and she wanted a Pepsi, but all she had was a $100 bill and I thought, it's all right, I'll take that. And so I looked at it and I'm just, you know, looks like a $100 bill, put it away, give her a change, she takes her pop, she leaves. The owner... Calls me up and says, uh, hey, Aim, um, I don't know about you, but I've never heard of the United States Bank of Hollywood. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's what they do. You know, they just, they take them around and then they get all their, you know, it's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to me in my life. <laughs> Good Christ. I, I don't, but I'm still like. I still don't understand how it works. Like, what is the scam, though? Like, well, you know, if this movie were better, <laughs> we might be clearer on it. You know what? Yeah, if it had an actual purpose. Like, yeah, like, the, show us what they do with it. Like, print it. You know, give us, like, a, I don't know, a montage. Yeah. A money montage. Yeah. A money montage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make it make sense. And I, then play the, money the actual over it. creation of, of money that isn't. You actual U.S. tender is the crime of counterfeiting. Right. But how do you benefit from counterfeiting in the way that they're doing it in this movie? Because <laughs> they seem to be trading counterfeit money for real money throughout the entire movie. That seems to be the intention that they have. Yeah. They're trading paper. Trading paper. I got your paper. You got paper? I got paper. Oh, my God. Oh, I... man, they gave us paper. I... <laughs> 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 That's like, like the scam that Paul Gleason's character pulls. It's like he papered him. Oh my god, poor Paul Gleason. Gets his head blown off it's by Vigo. And, and, and the most wanted. exciting sequence in the movie. Yeah, pretty much. 
It's like the only thing that happens in this movie. Well, between that and then the end when Viggo Mortensen gets shot. Yeah. At, at least there was some blood. That was the simmering point. Simmering point. <laughs> Which I think is the only, is that about the, the, the heat that we got from this film was right about there, and that was it. Which I can also explain, at the very least, we, one of the bingo cards we have is when they when they drop the title. Yeah, you know, yeah. The, there's a title drop. Obviously, there was no, there was never a chance for there to be a title drop in this movie because Boiling Point was never intended to be the title of this movie. Are you serious? <laughs> they changed the name to Boiling Point from Money Men, which it actually, uh -huh. made, I mean, is a more sensible title. Money men is the whole. It's they about changed money. the whole premise and made a five-year-old make it. <laughs> I, yeah, it's like, oh, I want this scene in here. This one right here. Five-year-old with ADHD. Yeah. That's oh it. wait, 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 wait. We need to do that. <laughs> that in there. We got, it. we got a movie. I, I, I would rather watch that movie actually <laughs> about the the five-year-old ADHD kid who made a movie yes. about counterfeiting. <laughs> Now see that I'd I'd pay for that. I would that, definitely pay that for that. That sounds like a great movie. I it would be it'd yeah. be a great movie. This movie was supposed to end on top of the penthouse um, after the sh immediately after the mob shooting. So, so Dennis Hopper and Viggo Mortensen go to rob the mob because Dennis Hopper can't pay back the debt that he owes the mob for whatever reason he owes a debt to the mob. Right. Uh, and they end up just shooting the mobsters, just killing them both, and it's like no consequences for that. <laughs> and it was supposed to end with Viggo Mortensen going up to the rooftop and then Wesley Snipes throwing him off the rooftop. That was supposed to be the one of the endings, and then Dennis Hopper gets away to go with uh, to go off with his girl. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Well, that, that would be well, great. Actually, I think that would have made more sense because I thought they were going, they were both going upstairs, but then all of a sudden they were downstairs. Yeah, just yeah, all like, of a sudden Dennis Hopper's in the basement. And we don't even know where Vio Mortensen's character went. Yeah, and he said something about a roof. Yeah, both of them said something about a roof, and then they did not go to the roof. <laughs> Any of them? Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> like again, I think what that... happened to the roof? <laughs> Maybe they forgot to take that out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I, there's, I think there's a lot of things they forgot, you know? <laughs> well, when you're trying to assemble a movie... Like... Yeah, the editor was a spaz in this. Because that <laughs> that's fucked up. No, I feel bad for the editor. The editor, like, had a completed film. Like, here you go. Now add this to it. Yeah. Here's a bunch of scenes that we just reshot. To... <laughs> I want you to cut everything around Wesley Snipes' part and make it, make it bigger. Just giving you like really old seventy shag carpet remnants to put on your hardwood floor. <laughs> Dirty, pissed on carpet. There you go. Like, I'll take it. I get, and you can see elements of like the Moody's seventies crime movie that was uh, that Dennis Hopper and the director were making. Right. Like you can see what they're going for this kind of Cassavetti's sort of style of of movie. You know, low lifes and and drug people and all that stuff. Like you can see that movie, and then this like '90s dead Wesley Snipes cop movie is just just layered in over the top wow, of it. Wow, like frosting on it. <laughs> like to go back to your carpet analogy, so you're just <laughs> rolling out the linoleum on top yeah. of a hardwood floor. You know, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> That's so true. It's like you just, just slather on a bit of Wesley Snipes and see where it goes. <laughs> I do believe like Wesley was the cop in the movie, but then 
White Men Can't Jump came out and made him this, and then uh, I think there was one more that came out before this that yeah. made him like the, the one of the biggest stars going. And they're like, we we've got Wesley Snipes in this movie. Let's let's make sure we Wesley Snipes this up a little bit. I I feel like they had yeah two different scripts. They could have just taken one of the scripts and made another film with it <laughs> over here on that side because over here is Boiling Point, and over there. Is it another movie that could have been really fucking good? Could have been something. Could, it could have been something. We could have had it all over there. <laughs> or at least it might have been funny. 75% on Rotten Tomatoes, I'd take it. Like, we had... Okay, so he was in New Jack City, uh, following yeah. up on his role in Mo-, Mo Better Blues. Yep. He was also Fuck in Jungle yeah. Fever, which yep. was not necessarily... But it was high profile in terms of the way it talked about. Right. The way it was talked about. Jungle Fever uh, is... A movie by by Spike Lee, which you cannot see anymore. Mm-hmm. It is no longer available for right. whatever reason, and it's about a interracial relationship between Wesley Snipes and his Annabella Shores. Yep. And for some reason, people find this terribly controversial. I guess because it's called Jungle Fever, because that's the racist terminology that people used right. <laughs> to describe when a white woman dated a black man. Yep. Is that she has jungle fever. I still can get that Stevie Wonder song in my <sighs> it's head. It's a great song, though, isn't it? Jungle fever. You, like, yes. But, like, try sing that, though, and think about then what you're seeing. Oh, shit. <laughs> Look, I was 15 when that came out. I wasn't given any thought. I was just like, this is a kick if ass soundtrack. If you're wondering why this movie isn't available anymore, <laughs> that would be why. That might be why. <laughs> like, even the direct, I think even Spike Lee goes, that's kind of racist. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless, but yeah. yeah, Wesley Snipes was really having a day. Having yeah, a he went on from there to this. White Men Can't Jump, yeah. and then Passenger Fifty Seven, and then this. Passenger Fifty Seven. But this is the, is an outlier because, like, like I said, he was. I think they made this when he wasn't Wesley Snipes, big time superstar. Sure. And, and then it. Be- and they just kind of sewed. Then in. they're like, "Wait a minute, Wesley Snipes, call Wesley, give him a." Uh, back up a truck full of money yes. to Wesley's door. Dump it on his front It's going to be much more marketable if we have him and like make people think he's the star of this Dennis Hopper movie. Oh my god. But you know, I mean, and if I were Dennis Hopper, I'd be kind of pissed about right? that. Right? You know? But like, he, two years later, he gets speed. And he's a pretty badass bad guy in speed. He so, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but at least with speed, like... You were always interested in everything that was happening in this in this movie. Yeah, I couldn't look away when I was watching Speed. Yeah, Speed Two. I took a nap during. I obviously, think it. You know, I think there's a like the seeds of like I keep mentioning the Cassavetes thing. I think. Yeah. I think the seeds of a really interesting like criminal character piece are there. Agreed. Like there are elements there. Like there's a complicated relationship between him and Valerie Perrine that mm-hmm. can be mined for a lot of things. There's a, you know, a father son dynamic between him and Viggo Mortensen that could play out in a very ugly way. Right. You know, Tony Libianco and and uh, uh, Jonathan Banks like each have characters to play here. You've also got the subplot with Christine Elise, which apparently got completely cut out of the movie. <laughs> That's okay. Viggo Mortensen <laughs> shows up at her apartment. He's just out of prison as well. That's how he does Hopper mean. Right. Shows up at, at her apartment and like wants to you know have sex with her. And she's like, no, you're a criminal. Get the fuck out of my apartment. Right. So he just walks over, punches her in the face, and that's how the movie starts. Now, yeah. he's a bad guy. So, I mean, these are bad guy things. They do yeah. end up having sex, though, so please don't worry. 
Yes, the the, the bullying psych- sociopathic asshole got what he wanted. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I didn't end. want anyone to think that he didn't <laughs> come away with anything. <laughs> she nev- then disappears in the movie, and apparently she was it, supposed to have a, a slightly bigger role to play. Because she's used later on as like a... She just appears for a moment to deliver fake money in a scene where uh, Paul Gleason gets his head blown off. Yeah. Paul Gleason, by the way, he's Paul Gleason by the time they make this movie. But his character is literally named on IMDb Transaction Man. Now, see, I would pay to see that movie. (laughs) Which would be a better title for Boiling Point. But Transaction Man. To where he's actually, he's just, he, he he's a banker. <laughs> you know? And his superpower, he's a superpower is, is, is making transactions. Really yeah? quickly. Calculate uh, change in his head really fast. Now see, that's the fan fiction I should be writing right there. He's the guy who came up with that idea to make a bank that's just for change. Just for change. <laughs> Straight up just for change. Transaction man! <laughs> Superhero. I'm, I'm telling you, you know, not all... You can no, find heroes wear capes. You can find Amy's transaction man fan fiction on our website, That's uh, which right. is pinned it's... to Amy's uh, <laughs> pinned to a tree outside Amy's house. I'll find it because that's how it works. <laughs> what did you think of the acting? <laughs> well, I'm glad we got here. Um, you. Again, it's I, I, about, I don't know about the acting. I was. It's I about managing to... expectations, you know. When you're like, when when Why you. Why are you being responsible about this film? <laughs> managing expectations. Fuck you. What? It's 1993. <laughs> we had three expectations: <laughs> sweaty people, sex things, <laughs> and you're good and broke now. That's only it. One of them actually came true. Right? Only one. When you're promising like a thriller starring Wesley Snipes, you start thinking of like Passenger 57, or you start thinking of like an action movie where like there's going to be shootouts and explosions right. and uh, you know that really kind of cool, stuff. Really cool, like one-liners after yeah. they kill someone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and then you know when you're marketing a movie that's supposed to be like 70s Cassavetti, you have to add you know like where you're layering and depth of character. You, that's how you market that movie in a completely different way. Right. The boiling point that we were marketed it, and I think, in, and the expectation we set for you is that this is going to be an action film. Right. There was little to know. You had no no expectations of this whatsoever. <laughs> you never do when you go into these films. No, though. I'm just like, what is going to happen this time? <laughs> Will I walk away hating myself again? <laughs> Will I need another shower? How do you feel about that now? Do you need another shower? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still stuck on the what you guys were talking about. The girl that came to deliver the money. Oh, Christina Lee's yeah. character, yeah. Okay, why did she come to deliver the money? Yeah. And where did she go after it? Like, she wasn't in the car next to him. Well, that's the whole point, was that she had a bigger role. They just chopped it <clears throat> up. Had, so yeah, no she was in a clue. different car. Why, why did they leave her in there? <laughs> exactly. She, it was what totally the, needless. Why didn't they needless. reshoot that whole scene? Because it wouldn't make any you sense. You could cut out that first, anyway. her introduction. Yep. Like, at one point, does Hopper get, says to Viggo Mortensen early on, go see that broad you were seeing or something. And, yeah. And you could just do that off screen. Yeah. You yeah. don't even need mm-hmm. to introduce Christina Lee. Yeah. You could just see him walking out of a yeah. hotel zipping his pants up. And yes, for the Bagman thing, why didn't they just have Hopper do that himself? That's like, true. Like, why wasn't he the one who just walked over and delivered the money? Or, you know, just ha- have somebody that he pulls from the bar 
and says, hey, can you deliver the money? for Lolita Davidovich, yeah. make her important. Like, she witnessed a murder, now she's in the plot, right. you know? Yeah, it, it, it was weird. I, I, in the beginning of the film, when I noticed all the people in the credits, I'm like, that's way too many people. <laughs> yeah, there's like Tobin Bell shows up. Yeah, in this yeah, movie. Killer Bees, man. Yeah. Jigsaw. He's no he is Jigsaw. Ji- he is Jigsaw. Killer Bees from Overnight Delivery. Nobody knows that. Nobody knows what you're talking about when you say that. I think if you're a Paul Red fan, you do know that. He's Killer Bees, you guys. Don't forget it. He's Jigsaw. No, no, no one even Jigsaw. knows what Saw is. Get out of here with that, that shit. <laughs> Killer Bees. When are we going to see Paul Rudd? In 93, uh, if you turn on your TV, you're going to watch Sisters. Oh, okay. And that's, he's going to do We're that. still like a year or so away from him being he, on. Well, because, oh, well, he had uh, Friday the 13th, uh, part sadness, <laughs> uh, which was probably his worst acting role ever. <laughs> and that's, yeah, I think that's 94. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think we're going to see him in 93. Because, you know, he does a made-for-television movie about a girl who got stalked. I have that on DVD, by the way. <laughs> and you don't own a DVD player, so that says a lot about That's that true. movie. Well, and I, I also have Runaway Daughters, which was also out this year, and a uh, made-for-TV movie, so Julie, Julie Bowen, and that was a terrible movie, too. <laughs> Paul didn't have good luck in the early 90s, except for Sisters. Yeah. He had long hair on there. God, he was hot. We just have to keep talking about him if you want. I mean... <laughs> I'd enjoy that more than the movie. <laughs> oh. Let's get out my DVDs and we'll just look at them. <laughs> we can't play them, but let's just look at them. Yeah. We'll look at them. They're all in great shape. Um, yeah, the acting, okay, I mean, as far as the acting went for me... For the, for the people, if the movie that they're making versus the movie that was actually put out, mm-hmm. I think is probably pretty good. It's, like, it's the okay. acting is probably pretty good. When you're, when you're watching this movie and you're not, like... Everybody just feels tired. Everybody just looks yeah. sleepy uh, now. The, and you know what? Again, sorry, Jonathan Banks. That's just your face. <laughs> um, and I love him so much anyway, but that is just his face. But with, like, Dennis Hopper, again, charisma. He's got so much of it. Yeah. But in this film, he looked almost dead behind the eyes. Like, I, 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 I didn't feel anything about his character. I didn't like his character. I didn't care. And he looked like he didn't really care either. So he's going for muted, and you know we know Dennis Hopper kind of is a crazy eyes. Like uh, yeah, he plays at at one point in his career, MJ. He plays uh, King Koopa in the original Super Mario Brothers movie. Yep, oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep that in mind. Yeah, why don't you pull up a picture and show them that nightmare fuel? <laughs> I am so sick of the Luigi Bowser fan fiction. I oh. Luigi in a wedding dress, which, again, oh. I'm cool with, but what? not in the sense that it's Luigi and Bowser. I Tum- just feel like no. Tumblr, weird. are you, are you okay? Are yeah, you okay, Tumblr? Tumblr needs some help. Somebody needs Tumblr to... Tumblr is not okay. <laughs> it's both trauma and therapy at yeah, the same time. Yeah, that's true. That's why I follow a lot of food blogs and a lot of pictures of, of sad girls from the 70s. I love those pictures. I don't know why. Because <laughs> I feel like I was one. Yeah. <laughs> Sad girls in the city. That could be another band name. I uh, see. That, that would be a great Kate Tell compilation. Sad girls in the seventies. King Koopa from Mario Brothers. See, his hair looks so much better. Than his <laughs> hair, it's Aw, Dennis. I mean, again, he's he's a fantastic actor. Yeah. And this film did not showcase that. Well, even for Wesley, I was bored. Yeah. And that's weird. So. um 
I there was not a person in this film that could have saved it for me. It just no one turned in a performance that said, "Gee, this was this was great." <laughs> was delightful. And you can tell, like, Lolita Davidovich is, like, really invested in this character because I think she thinks, at some point, she's got a lot to do here. Yeah. And I think, obviously, I think with the way that they sh- rearranged the movie, I'm betting she got cut out a lot of this. Yeah. I think the whole Wesley, her and Wesley Snipes relationship kind of is, like, put into the movie, like, really randomly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Wesley needs to fuck in this movie. Well, I was just going to say, like, they're just fucking. And that's cool. Just, like, pick from a... Right, yeah, well, let's see that one. Right, We've already fun. established in the in the first movie we, that we made that he's divorced and, and like, his girlfriend, is, his wife is with somebody else, so he can't right. fuck her. Right. Uh, so who can he fuck? Uh... Let's take the girl from this. What movie. about if we put all right back up a back up a large amount of uh, a truck with a large amount of money to Lolita Davidovich and bring her back for these reshoots? <laughs> I mean, I feel bad for her. She's had to kiss some really creepy looking guys. <laughs> but at least, she, I mean, like at least with Wesley, it's like you know, hey, I can finally get to sleep with a hottie. But then you just end up talking his fucking ear off. So it's like <laughs> that wasn't sexy. I expect sexy. And sweaty in my 90s films. You know, one of the things that's on the bingo card that definitely got ticked off in this is misogyny. Oh! Yep. So true! A lot of hatred for women in this movie. You know... Although, I mean, good for Wesley. You know, at at the very least, I can say that that both Dennis and Wesley, their characters were like, I don't care if you're a sex worker. Well, that's that's forward thinking. That's very forward thinking. I love that. That's great. Yeah. But the the you're like you got the Christina Lee's character. You've got Wesley's first interaction with his ex-wife. Right. They're just really, really shitty. Serious. Like the whole backstory of Valerie Perrine and Dennis Hopper's character is seriously fucked up. So fucked up. (laughs) I mean, from what I remember. I feel like I blacked out a little bit. I feel this. like I did too. You, well, you melted twice. I melted right into the floor, and that's okay. Like at one point, MJ got into the car, and I'm like, "Yep, I understand." <laughs> you thought, you, you thought they were away. You thought they were leaving. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, "All right, well, I mean, I get it. I get it. Don't ever feel bad about that." <laughs> and then you came back. It's like, "Wow, you are a hero." The fortitude it must take. Fortitude, indeed. Not only to sit through this movie, but then have to talk about it. <laughs> I got scared because because Sean brought up the the movie we were supposed to watch. He put it up on the screen for a second, and I'm like, I can't do this again. <laughs> like what we just watched, I need to get that out, and I need to move on. You know, I need to to expel it from my body. Yeah, I I, I was just looking to see if Indian Summer was available, and it, and it is. It is for free. So if you want to go on and watch it, you can go on, <laughs> and then you can just call one of us at one eight hundred. Call one of us. Yeah, and we will listen to your review of and Indian it goes Summer to a random one of us. It <sighs> it, it just picks. We don't even like. Sometimes it could be my dog that answers, and he'd listen. For about no, we had five every. We had good intentions. We were going to watch Who's the Man. Yeah. And then realized, like halfway, like partway through that movie, like this is there's nothing to talk about here. There's nothing to talk <laughs> there's about here. Nothing, yeah. There's nothing to talk Soundtrack about. Soundtrack kicks movie. ass. I love everybody in it. Yeah, it's like no, it's, we, we need something that that at least and even like with a with a good action film, you can still find elements that you can make fun of. Yeah, and I think that's what we were kind of hoping for here. But I was hoping like this is going to be like one of those hidden gem action movies. Yeah. You know? And it wasn't. It was. It was an out there gem that was really dirty and pissed on. <laughs> <laughs> and not really a gem. Not really a gem. No. Turns out <laughs> it's just a rock. It's one of those fools. <laughs> gold. Nice, fool's gold. It was just a rock. <laughs> this movie. <laughs> 
Oh, right on the rock. DVD cover. Right. It's, it's just, just rock. It's just rock. <laughs> <laughs> this movie rocks? No. No, it's, it's, no, it's just a rock. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's rock. like gravel. It's, <laughs> it's like a block of cement. Singular piece of gravel. <laughs> Pissed on piece of gravel. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, you ask the question, which would be worse, Hexed or this film? And I, again, I think I think that there's an element to Hexed yeah. that actually was watchable. Well, because we had such a good time. Riffing like, it. Yeah, yeah. watching yeah. it and talking about how terrible it is. But like this, it's like I really did want to get out my, my phone and just play the game. <laughs> Yeah, I've often said that yeah in the modern a- in the modern era they're like making movies that are like just the the worst thing you can be like is competent to me like if yeah. your movie is just competent yeah this movie's not competent per se because mm-hmm. the studio sort of ruined the opportunity for this movie that's to be true. competent yeah. but this movie is boring yeah and that's really far worse <laughs> than being bad boring. like you know the opposite sex and how to live with them is a, is a bad movie. Yeah. But it's not boring. I wouldn't no. call it boring. No. You know? Because it's fun to be infuriated at it. For Body of Evidence yeah. is awful. Yeah. It's just yes. awful, but it is not boring. No, for fucking not. <laughs> it entertains yeah. people, even if not in the way it intended right. to. <laughs> but give me, a, give me a moist Willem Dafoe. Having sex on top of a car, on top of a light bulb that was broken, <laughs> any fucking day. Over not this boring. Yeah, not boring. <laughs> not boring at all. <laughs> this was boring. This was boring. This was very boring. This was like going to church on Sunday. Boring. Yeah. You know, when your pastor just like says okay. things to put you to sleep. That is one thing I would prefer this movie to. <laughs> you go to church. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd watch this movie over. over church. Okay. 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 <laughs> I yeah. think that's fair. One, yeah. one thing, one thing yeah. that this movie is better than church. That's, yeah. On the tier list. Catholic church, by the way. Yeah, church. has to be Catholic church, that long ass mass. It's going to be like a couple yeah. higher than it with some blank yeah. spaces yep. in between. Yep, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, but again, at that point, we'd be able to sleep through it, so it wouldn't matter. You know, it's that's like just true. we had to watch it. Yeah, because we had to talk about right. it. Right. Yeah. But... We, if we sleep through it, then it's like a, it's a nap. It's 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 the, unless, the call map. Unless we had to do like a a thing on a mass, like we had to like write a paper or something, <laughs> or like uh, this is, no. Roger Ebert and Gene Siskel each had. They didn't talk about the, neither of them reviewed this movie that I'm aware of, but they have metrics that they talk about when they're talking about bad movies. And one of them, I think it was Gene said, or no, it was Rogers. Rogers one was that. Uh, this movie does not improve upon the sight of a blank screen viewed for the same amount of time. <laughs> well said. <laughs> That's why he's the, the patron saint. Wow. Uh, Gene's thing, and I think this one applies more, even more to this movie, is, is this movie as interesting as watching a documentary of the same actors having lunch together? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds more interesting. <laughs> that brings up our point where it's like you know that the blooper reel sucked on this movie. Yes, because <laughs> nobody was having nobody fun. was having fun. Like, you know, you flub a line and, and nobody laughs. No, and it's like, oh, like fuck. Go again. Okay, just yeah. Just take thirty four. Jonathan, just keep going. <laughs> just keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry. About it. That should, that is our new metric right there. Would it have a good blooper reel? Yes. 
And if it would, it's a good movie. Like, like body would. of evidence might have a good memory. <laughs> it might. You know what I mean? He slips his dick into her anus instead. Oops. Not there, silly. Knocking at the back door, buddy. Can I can I get a different comrade? <laughs> Now, see, those are the bloopers we want to see. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd like to see... try to next week. We need to find try to find bloopers. Yeah, like, of all the watch. movies we've watched. Yes, yes, because you know Leprechaun had some good ones. Oh, oh. Leprechaun. No Leprechaun. Leprechaun is a blooper. It is. It is. <laughs> but but uh, but better than this movie. Indecent yes. Proposal, I bet had some <laughs> some decent bloopers. <laughs> Well, the best blooper reels are you can see where you can see that the actors were enjoying themselves. Well, exactly. You know? Like, there's a lot of great movies out there where you can sense that the like the Evil Dead movies. We were talking about Evil uh, Dead last night. We watched Evil Dead. Army of Darkness. Uh, yeah. Like, you can sense in those movies that everybody was having such a great time doing this. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, that just comes. That just radiates off the screen yeah. that they're having the best time doing this. Nobody in this movie feels like they're having the best no, time. So no. I, Lolita Davidovich seems to be having fun. Well, I know, but she gets paid to smile, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Give me the right amount of money, I'd do the same thing. She wasn't smiling at the premiere when she walked in and saw, why am I not in the movie why, now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the parts of the movie that I was in where I helped explore the Dennis Hopper character? <laughs> now I just dump a bunch of fucking exposition about him and oh. fuck Wesley Snipes. Like, what the hell? To me, yeah, looking back on my You know what's weird? Just career. to circle back to the movie for yeah. a moment. You know what's weird is that that point she's describing the man that he's going to end up arresting for the main crime of the film, mm -hmm. and he has no idea that that's who she's talking about. Yeah. Oh, so I didn't get that. But it's the whole time. People, they're just like near missing each other. Yeah. And it's not funny or <laughs> no. entertaining Or commented all. upon in any way. No. <laughs> it's, an, it's a near miss. Like those <laughs> romance movies. Ah. Oh. <laughs> you know, I bet Untamed Heart had good bloopers. <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> we've yes. got we've got sliding we've got sliding doors at home. Sliding doors. <laughs> 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 sliding doors. Great reference. Though. Thank you. <laughs> sliding doors is it? Don't worry, we'll get to ninety-seven. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, are you curious about next week at all? <laughs> I, well, I was, uh, but now I feel like we're a week behind. So do we have to do it? No, God, one? no. Okay, we're not. You. We're not gonna. I we, don't want to do an Indian we, Summer. I'm considering do Indian Summer a dodged bullet. Okay. I mean, Mike Binder directed it for fuck's sake. Uh, no, no. Um, <laughs> no, the options for next week, and we're not gonna. I've already made the choice, but the options. <laughs> We're bound by honor, starring uh, starring Benjamin Bratt. Um, the night we never met, starring Annabella Shore and Matthew Broderick, which is about three people sharing an apartment and that, but they never see each other. But oh. they, but then Matthew Broderick and Annabella Shore manage to fall in love, sharing each other's notes and learning about each other via seeing their stuff in the apartment, but they never see each other. So that's like that Keanu Reeves Sandra Bullock movie, <laughs> The Lake House. Yeah, it's like the Lake Apartment. It's a Lake Apartment. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Splitting airs with Eric Idle and Rick Moranis and Fantastic. Barbara Hershey. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. No. yeah. no, it's got great moments in it. Really? Yeah, yeah no. but we're not watching it. Not watching that. 
No, we're gonna watch Three of Hearts. Do you know the premise of Three of Hearts? <laughs> Just know this. It stars one of the lesser Baldwins. <laughs> Not the one who just got off of a crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they're moving around in there. Did you there? <laughs> so, with All right, Billy so Baldwin. It involves a love triangle. A straight gigolo named Joe. <laughs> <laughs> His best friend, his lesbian best friend, Connie, and her former lover, Ellen. Connie is desperate to win Ellen back, and Joe volunteers to break Ellen's heart to convince her that heterosexual relationships are inferior to lesbian ones. (laughs) Which is something we already, I think we all already know. Yeah, yeah. Learned that in church. (laughs) But neither counts on Joe having feelings for both of them. Oh, no! Oh, man. oh man. What a zany setup. <laughs> Directed by the the incredibly well-known and, and beloved director Yurik Bajegovic. Oh. <laughs> One of Jurgen's friends. <laughs> they play golf. They play golf. Yeah. Jurgen co-produced this film, didn't he? <laughs> Executive produced this film. Jurgen. Well, I, I think this movie, A, sounds awful, and two, can't wait to see it. Because <laughs> I think it's going to be light years better than this film. So much yeah. better. I really think it will be. Man. Yep. I'm getting my hopes up. Because <laughs> they can't get any worse. Because this was so boring? Yeah. I mean, you, Something you said that your soul was sucked out by a Dementor in this. It was. Yeah. <laughs> and I think you're right. I need a nap now. I know, like, I'm very I mean, I tired. I always need a nap, but it's like more. I'm very, very tired. <laughs> <laughs> so do you recommend that people see Boiling Point? Absolutely. <laughs> but just remember, it's not called Boiling Point. It's simmering Point. Because <laughs> it just, you just leave it on simmer. Mild heat. Mild tepid. <laughs> tepid point. Lukewarm room temperature point. That's all right. <laughs> Enjoy room temperature point. Just have a glass of tepid water <laughs> and stare at it for ninety six minutes, and that's your movie. That's your movie. 